everyone. Welcome to Cooking in Convos, the podcast to help you find more ease in the kitchen so you can prepare delicious meals quickly without a lot of hassle. I know everyone is super busy and you don't have the time for complicated recipes with tons of ingredients. And if this is you, you've come to the right place. I'll share super easy recipes for super yummy meals, which won't have you standing in the kitchen for long. I'll share some time-saving tips as well that will help you along the way. I'll also get into some interesting conversations with folks who know a thing or two about food. It's going to be fun. So step into my kitchen to cook and connect on Cooking and Convos. Hi, guys. Welcome back to Cooking and Convos. I'm Susie Miles, and today we're going to be talking about fish tacos, one of my favorite foods. I just love all the flavors you can pack into a taco and the different textures. Oh, I just think it's the best. There are so many different types of tacos out there, and really, when you think about it, you can make them however you like. There are no rules, and that's what I love. And you don't have to follow a complicated recipe as long as you flavor your protein in some kind of way. Some folks like steak tacos, some like chicken, some like vegetarian, but my personal favorite is fish tacos. Shrimp tacos, though, come in a close second. Some people like their tacos stuffed to the brim with all kinds of goodies, and some folks just like a few things just to keep it simple. So I'm going to leave it up to you to determine what you like to put in your tacos, but I'll share today what I include in mine. The main thing I do, though, to make it simple is prep my fish for my tacos in the morning so it can marinate in the juices and spice that I put in the fish. The main reason I wanted to share this dish with you today is because tacos can be so simple, or let's just say mine are. And my approach is pretty easy and quick, and I only use one seasoning to prep my tacos, just one. I don't even bother with adding salt or pepper because everything I need is in this one jar. The seasoning I use is McCormick's Grill Mates, but the version I use is their mesquite seasoning. No, McCormick isn't sponsoring this episode, but maybe one day I'll get a sponsor or two, who knows? Anyway, this seasoning isn't expensive, and you can find it in most grocery stores. They even have a larger jar of it if you'd like to have it on hand for the future. I like to use this mesquite seasoning because it has a grill-like smoky flavor to it, and it includes a range of spices all in one. It has some chili pepper in it, paprika, onion, garlic, and a few other things that I just find very yummy. Now for the fish, I use mahi-mahi. I find it to be a dense fish, and it holds up well when I saute it in the pan. The recipe I'm going to share is for four people, and you can just cut it in half if you're cooking for two, or you can adjust it accordingly if you're cooking for more than four people. The ingredients you'll need are one and a half pounds of mahi-mahi, one tablespoon of McCormick's Grillmates Mesquite Seasoning, two tablespoons of olive oil, one red bell pepper sliced, the zest of one lime, and three lime wedges. Now, when it comes to the toppings and condiments for your tacos, this is completely personal. I'm listing what I use, but you certainly can add or delete whatever you'd like. For my recipe, I include about a half a cup of loosely chopped cilantro, one cup of salsa. I personally love Frontega's jarred salsa. That's F-R-O-N-T-E-G-A. To me, it tastes similar to the salsa I find in restaurants. It's thin, and it just tastes very fresh to me, and they have all kinds of versions to choose from. 
I also use about three quarters of a cup of shredded cheddar cheese, one sliced avocado, one cup of sour cream, and eight to 10 flour tortillas. And if you'd like to get fancy, you can also add in a little cabbage slaw if you want a nice little crunch to your tacos. But the problem with slaw is sometimes is if you're only using a little bit of it, you then have to make sure to use it pretty quickly afterward because it does tend to only keep in your fridge for maybe about a week, depending upon the, the expiration date. So you'll wanna make sure there's another recipe you wanna make later that week, just so you don't waste your money on getting a big bag of slaw. So I'm gonna start with prepping my fish in the morning so it can be nicely marinated by the time I wanna cook it that night. First, I take my four fillets and slice them lengthwise into about four pieces with a width of about one centimeter, although you don't have to be exact. I just like to have my fish sliced before I start sauteing it. I then place all of the fish slices into a glass dish and poke holes in all of the fish slices using a fork. I then turn the fish over and poke additional holes again. I just want to make sure that I permeate all of the fish so it can be prepared for my juices I'm going to add and then also my spice. So once that's done, take your lime wedges and squeeze them all over the fish. I then will take my zester, which I tell you I use every day. You must get a zester. I'm hoping you have one in your kitchen. So I take the zest of one lime and I sprinkle it all over the fish. Now here comes the seasoning. I'll take about one tablespoon of the mesquite seasoning and sprinkle it over the fish. I then sprinkle about one tablespoon of olive oil over the fish and stir everything together so everything is nicely mixed with the spice, the oil, the lime juice, and lime zest. Now you're done prepping the fish, super simple. Now once that's done, your fish is fully prepped for sauteing that evening. The fish should be stored in a sealed container, or you can cover the glass dish with saran wrap and place it in the refrigerator. As long as it's tightly covered, that's all you want to make sure to do. Now that's done, you can start thinking about what else you can prep for the evening if you have time. Since I like to use a red bell pepper in my tacos, I then will slice the red pepper and place it in a Ziploc bag that morning as well. And if you want fried onions in your tacos, you can slice the onions and put that also in a bag and then just place both in the fridge until the evening. So now most of your fish taco recipe is practically done. All you're really gonna need to do is just fry them up in the evening. Don't you just love that? Dinner almost done in the morning, how perfect is that? Now I use flour tortillas because they tend to hold the ingredients better, but in all honesty, I like the flavor of the corn tortillas. But I find it often takes more than one corn tortilla to hold up the ingredients in the taco, and sometimes it just turns into one big mess on my plate. And I don't want to have two corn tortillas for my one taco because that's just too much. So I don't want to deal with that nonsense. I just have a flour tortilla and I find that that works perfectly. You also want to figure out what you want as a side for your tacos. Do you normally have rice or a salad? If I want to be good that evening, sometimes I'll just bake a sweet potato and that's really nice and filling. Or to make it fun, you can just nix the vegetables that evening and have tortilla chips. And you can include some salsa too for dipping. I like to have a salad with most of my dinners, but sometimes on a rare occasion, I will say F it and I just don't worry about it. I have a cold beer, I have my chips, I have my fish tacos. 
oh my goodness, I'm in heaven. And I really just don't make it a too big of a deal because I don't really do it that often. So the night that I do, it's, it's just not a big deal. I mean, it's so hard to eat healthy every single day of the week, every single day of the year. It's a lot of pressure and it's tiring at times, but I'll leave that up to you in terms of what you want to serve with your tacos. Okay, so the end of the day is here. I'm ready to saute my prep fish, and what I do is pour one tablespoon of olive oil in a pan on medium-high heat. I'll then add in the sliced red bell pepper into the heated pan. I like to get a nice char on the peppers, so I'll saute them until I start to see a char, and that usually takes maybe, oh, I'd say about 10 minutes, because peppers take a long time to saute. So you want to leave yourself some time to cook those. And now's the time I also put in the onions into the same pan if I'm having onions with my tacos, which I normally do. So once you start to see the peppers and or onions done, you'll scoop them out with a slotted spatula and place them on a plate. I then add in the marinated fish into the same pan and cook that on medium high heat as well. Now one thing you need to watch out for when you're ready to saute your fish by all means, do not take your entire container or glass dish full of the juices and the fish and just pour it into your pan. You want to take out your fish slices individually. And what really helps even is if you take each slice and blot it on a towel before you place it into the pan because you don't want a lot of excess liquid while you're sauteing the fish. It kind of then starts to boil it in an odd way and it creates a lot of juice that you won't want uh, because really you just want your nice charred fish with your vegetables. You don't want a big pan full of liquid. So if you can, just keep a heads up to that when you're ready to saute your fish. Now, while the fish is cooking, you can begin to take out all of your condiments and extra ingredients that you want to add into your tacos. You can place them on the counter, on little plates. You can put them on the kitchen table. Just, it's nice to do things simultaneously while things are cooking because otherwise you sort of extend the time you're in the kitchen preparing. And if I can save time doing two things at once, I'll do it. And I find that this just is really effective when you're trying to get people served and get things cleaned up. It's just easier. And if you have a salad or chips you want to serve, you could just put that on the table or the island or your counters as well. So at about the 10 minute mark, once the fish looks close to being done, and mahi-mahi cooks very quickly in a pan on medium-high heat, so you shouldn't really be sauteing that for very long. So once you start to see that it's close to being done, add the pepper and onion mixture, if you're adding onions, back into the pan, tossing it together, and sauteing it for about another three minutes or so. Once you see the fish mixture fully blended and close to being done, you'll put your tortillas in the microwave. What I do is I just stack all of my tortillas on one small plate. I get a paper towel, wet it slightly, and then drape that over the top tortilla, stick the tortillas in the microwave for 60 seconds, bam, you're done. And I use a wet towel because I like to add in a little moisture and then it also adds a nice heated steam to the tortillas and you'll find that all of the tortillas will be cooked nicely or at least warmed up nicely within that 60 second time frame. Okay, so now your flour tortillas are done, your saute mixture is done with the fish and the peppers and onions and you are ready to serve. I hope you like them with a the mesquite seasoning. I just adore it. I love that smoky flavor, and I'm hoping you do too. And there you go. 
that is the recipe for my fish tacos. So as we come to a close, I wanted to tell you that I appreciate you being here and I hope you stick around for my next episode. I'm meeting with Leslie Taylor again. Remember her? I interviewed her a while back in episode four, and we're going to talk about some easy, quick recipes she's been making lately, and I'm also going to be talking with her about wine. She's a wine aficionado, so I always love talking with her to get her thoughts on how to select wine, what to look for, so I'm really excited about that. I also have a fun interview to share with a friend of mine who also has a podcast, and while it's not food-related, it is home-related. Her podcast is called What's Up With Your Stuff, and she has a lot to share about our clutter in our homes and what we can do about it. I hope you find that combo valuable. So I have a lot of fun things ahead, as you can see, and hope you come back for a listen. If you'd like to reach out to me for anything, questions, comments, show ideas, I'm on Instagram at Cooking and Convos Podcast. Thanks so much, guys. Now, I hope you get in the kitchen and cook something good. Talk real soon.